What's the deal? What's the deal? Power taking the podcast. We back again. Here at Riverside Studios, man. Riverside, California. Tap in, man. Google us. Power taking broadcasting at Riverside Studios, man. We got to bring in the homies, man. Wrap it up about all this shit that's going on, man. The deal, what up, what up? What y'all been on, man? Trying to Running to school, hungry. I, I, I see the merch, man. I see the merch. Don't have to give me some. But why I ain't got nothing in the mail yet, man? What you want? Man, it's nothing but the kids right now. Don't worry. I'm getting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this right. I'm gonna make sure I get all you guys' favorite numbers. Whatever hey, you want on the back. Mm-hmm. Ain't no more solid left, man. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's calm down, my boy. It's bomb. Plant yeah, based, man. Plant based. Oh, well, on, this first, on this first topic, we got to start off with you, man, because the New <laughs> York Knicks. Well. <laughs> I do this licking the in the East, man. They gonna be in the playoffs, man. Damn. The first time in I don't know how long. Is this for real, man? Do you think that New York can actually be contenders? Can the New York Knicks actually contend in the East? What's your thoughts, yeah? All I gotta say is this: when this <laughs> man was wearing this jersey, we had some bandwagon people. D Rose, D Rose, D Rose. Then my boy gets injured, and everybody, D Rose is done. D Rose is washed up. He ain't nobody no more. <clears throat> Then he gets put on this team. Ain't nobody heard of him no more. Everybody was telling me, D. Rose, oh, man, he garbage. He garbage. He go back to this team, and he puts the dude in the playoffs. He puts him in the playoffs. Let me, I'm, we, we, we going to talk about D. Rose, not the Knicks. The Knicks were 11 and 14 before D Rose got to the game. So for everybody out there that wouldn't go, Julius Randle is the reason why the Knicks are in. And wrong. D Rose is the reason. Y'all Jacati, give us some more information. The Knicks are 18 and 8 when D Rose plays. They've been 18 and 8 since D Rose played. Don't let me go into the stat line. D Rose has been close to averaging like 20 points a game on these suckers, but he's washed up, y'all. So if it wasn't for D-Rose, the Knicks would not be in the playoffs right now, ladies and gentlemen. The Knicks Knicks are playing good, ladies and gentlemen. But if there anybody that says D-Rose has nothing to do with it and it's all Julius Randle, you have not been watching the Knicks. That's all I'm going to say about that. D Rose keeps them in the game. Which one of y'all want to go next after that? Okay, I'll follow up then. Gotta love you. You gotta love you, man. Man, I, <laughs> I you know what? The only thing I can say is I wish uh Carmelo was contributing towards you know Portland's success the same way Derrick Rose is, so that way I could have my my moment of uh fandom. But honestly, the Knicks are doing what they're doing. 
Derrick Rose's performance has allowed Julius Randle to show showcase his true potential. I think before he came, he was trying to do too much, and it was showing up, you know, as far as more turnovers, uh, less high percentage shots. Derrick Rose obviously helped spread out the floor, and Julius Randle is just like, you know, he's a more skilled Zach Randolph, I guess you could say. And so you look at where you're going now with the Knicks. They have not only the opportunity to do something. I don't want to say they can really shake up some stuff this this playoffs, but being fourth, they don't have to worry about playing the Nets or the but uh, the Nets or the Butts Bucks before the second round. So they might even be able to get into the second round, and then they look like they have maybe at least another two three years if they resign. Julius Randle, maybe even pick up Zion when his uh, contract is up in one more year. Because they're, when they're good, the NBA is good, and nobody is opposed to playing for the Knicks when they're nice. If this was the Knicks before, Kevin Durant might have signed with them. And on the last note, the Knicks are three games away from taking that third place. Just letting y'all know. Yeah, I- these guys back down on earth. It was a, it was a beautiful speech of Derek Rowe, how he's doing this and that. But let's not let's not guess. Randall is a it's I should have never been traded by the Lakers, first of all, for old ass LeBron. Julius Randle is about to be a problem in this league, man. The man is averaging 25 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists a game. They're not, they're not even talking about him in the MVP talks, which is asinine. He's fourth in the, in, in the seed in the East. He's having a phenomenal season. Finally back. Fan or not, we always need the Knicks good. So it's a it's a beautiful thing watching the Knicks be good. But, um, you know, about this, <laughs> I love how my man gasses Derrick Rose. Knicks are not in the playoffs because of no damn Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is definitely contributing. He's definitely part, but he's not the reason they're in the playoffs. They have to turn Julius around. Hey, bro, you are breaking up? You breaking up? Niggas can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. You going in and out? But when you look at the Knicks, though, they definitely—I think they could beat Boston. I think that they could beat uh, Toronto. Hmm. Hmm. They, if Miami don't get healthy, I think they can beat Miami. So just I like Alvin, just like Alvin was saying, man, if, if the way Miami ain't been healthy though, man, with I know, way, but you gotta remember they. We talking about Jimmy buckets though. He's a I defender know. first. He's a defender I first. I, I think like they, they could beat top. right now. I think they could beat Miami. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're they're, top at, they're, top, so, they're top three. They're top three. So you're looking at. What Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn? Oh yeah, so four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anybody else in the East, I feel like they might could get past them. And well, you know, it would, it would put it some would respect on us. Last eleven games, we ten and one. Put some respect <laughs> on us. It would be put amazing. Are we gonna get past the second round? Probably hell no. You know what I'm saying? But no, listen. But it's all right though. 
No, listen, it would be great. It would be sincerely a great thing for basketball if you could see second round Brooklyn Nets, New York Knicks. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The Subway Series. You know what I mean? If we get an L.A., L.A., and then New York, New York, second Man. round, that would be crazy. Uh, or, the, a, or the major upset and put them both in the conference finals. Like, you got to be crazy. Like, nah, nah, no nah, way. Nah, nah, nah. As far well, as no, money, that means you I got have my boy D. Rose, but I don't, got, yeah, I don't know about all yeah, that. You never know. It's still the pandemic. <laughs> We're hey, still in the pandemic. Injuries can happen. Yeah, man. So who would y'all say is y'all MVP frontrunner this year? Because with the injuries to LeBron, with Embiid missing time, uh, James Harden was in the mix for a while, and he started missing time. You know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they've been taking sabbaticals. You know, Steph Curry, he's leading, like, what, is, what are the Warriors? They're, what, like the eighth, ninth seed? I don't even think they're in the playoffs right now. So can he be MVP of a team that barely makes the playoffs? You know, like, who is your MVP frontrunner right now? I think Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Donovan Mitchell. How many of us, show of hands, how many of us thought the Utah Jazz was going to be the first in the um, West? Ain't nobody thought that. And if it ain't Donovan Mitchell, I'll still give it. I I can say, I can say Steph, because nobody thought Steph and them would even make the playoffs, right? You can even go Westbrook. Nobody thought Westbrook and them would be doing it, Westbrook doing his thing. James Harden, I ain't giving it to James Harden because I ain't look, you know, I ain't looking over, I ain't looking over him in with the Rockets. See, that's what people doing. They looking over what he was. He wasn't doing nothing with the Rockets. He he was. Well, I guess you could give it to. I guess we should give it to uh, James Harden because he gets the finesse MVP award. He finessed the Rockets to get out of his contract so he can go. Over. Play for a championship, but I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Mitchell only because I ain't think that the Utah Jazz will be where they're at in a balling. Uh, I would say you have three potential. I hate it because he's right. Like, yeah, you're you're right for the most part because he's number one in the West. And you have to respect the team that's in the top of the West. And then when you look at the top of the East, it's hard to say because it's still Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken, right? So you yeah. can't say Kyrie, you can't say Kyrie James Harden or Kevin Durant, even though all three of them are leading the team because you know statistically they're not all playing every game. So I don't think Giannis deserves a a third consecutive MVP, obviously. The Joker, even though he was injured, he's really like changed the West. Even though Utah's first, he's really changed that whole demographic with Denver. And when Murray got well, since Murray's got injured, he's still carrying the load. Um, I kind of just feel like Steph deserves it more or less when you look at what he's been doing consistently this season. You know, he did get that tailbone injury. He took a little bit off getting back in, and then he's been torching. You know what I mean? Like. Um, the year he won uh, unanimous, everybody was just like, oh, my God, look at the numbers. And that was what everyone had to accept was the numbers. Who's shooting at this highest percentage? You know, who's carrying their team like this? And then he's basically doing the exact same thing right now. 
So if it was good then, why is it not good now when the game is different and it seems like there's better competition right now in the West than it was back then? So I go with my light skin, my light skin brother, <laughs> you know Steph Curry. I got you. Sorry, <laughs> man. Did y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah you good? Did y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, so I, I kind of. I got two picks. One is no one's talking about this guy, and this guy that I, I've never been a fan of his game, Chris Paul. Mm. Chris Paul has went over there and changed the Phoenix Suns. Yes, they were 8-0 at the end of the bubble. So what? I don't care about that. What I'm paying attention to is each team Chris Paul goes to. Now, I know there's other variables. There's other players at it. But real talk, what he did with that OKC team, it showed me that what he's doing with the Phoenix team, it has the same – now, Chris Paul has never gotten over the hump, but we can honestly say Chris Paul goes to each team and they become contenders. Like they say about LeBron, Chris Paul is the same way. He goes to any team and they become contenders. So Chris Paul definitely needs to be in the talk because he has Phoenix in number one. Phoenix is number one seed and Phoenix is balling. And they look like they can scare some people in the playoffs. So I got Chris Paul. And my other one is I'm agreeing with the, pan- with the rest of the panel. Steph, man, Steph is... I don't care about them being in 9C, whatever, whatever. That man is playing with pure garbage, pure garbage. His next best player, Draymond Green, is not a great player. Draymond Green is an average player, and he has garbage on his team. And that man has them 30 and 30, 31 and 30 or something like that. He's putting up those same MVP numbers from his unanimous season, and he's looking like the best player in the league, honestly. Steph Curry, I watched the game the other day, and – if you just pay attention to Steph and don't look at the rest of the floor, look at how the defense collapses on him even when you don't have the ball. That's how Draymond is able to throw those lobs and get those dunks. That ain't because Draymond is just a great player and he's finding those seams. The whole team is focusing on Steph because they fear his jumper, and that's why the rest of the floor is opened up. Steph Curry, he commands the most attention out of any NBA player offensively in history, and I'm a Kobe Bryant advocate for that. But Steph Curry commands more attention than anybody in league history. That man deserves an MVP. That's true. I like that. And Chris Paul did stop the Knicks winning streak yesterday. I, I, I know. I know y'all ain't leave out my man Playoff P. Oh, Playoff my God. P deserves to be in That's this conversation. The does. way that he's he playing, especially with all the flack, nobody caught more flack than Playoff P last year. And for him to come yeah. and bounce back, he's more. he's healthier, he's playing more consistent, and he is on a tear offensively. He just was, what, two years ago? He was number three in the MVP voting. So don't play that nigga like he's just some bum out here, man. Don't play playoff P. He's going to show y'all, man. He because he's on the Clippers he now. And y'all, y'all, don't don't start with me like your guy, man. No, I'm not. I'm actually – no, <laughs> I actually wanted to give you respect George for what you said. Because you said it right. I, yeah. It was two or three years ago when he was with OKC, when it was him, Melo, and Westbrook. He was playoff – I mean, he was uh, MVP caliber, right? And if I'm not mistaken, he was mentioned in MVP last season, like at the very, very beginning, because he started off real hot. And um, it's this regular season, and um, the the Clippers are always really good in the regular season. So the sad thing is, I would have to, I would also have to include Kawhi Leonard then, because Kawhi Leonard has been consistent with the Clippers, right? Because you guys are very consistent with your your regular season uh, 
you know, statistics <laughs> and how you handle yourself. But you know what? I wanted, hey, I only jumped in really to give Ronnie respect because I, I was thinking about Chris Paul too. I just didn't really get to him because it hurts to think about, like, because it's truth. Every single team he played for, he he led them to being, you know, contenders, right? But yet he still has like never him. gotten an MVP. You know what I mean? Like, he just passed Magic Johnson on the all-time uh, assist leader list. And it's like, damn, he's really been in this game doing it where him and Darren Williams came in the game together. And Darren Williams had a higher ceiling and clout projected by all the commentary and all the, you know, media. And then look at what Chris Paul's doing. And where is Darren Williams? Still collecting that Brooklyn Nets check from when he, you know what I'm saying, got traded. So it's like... I would love to see him get it, though. You know what I mean? Just for, you know, one time for the one time, Chris Paul deserves it. You know what I mean? Just because maybe Steph got the unanimous one where mm -hmm. they're like, ah, give it to CP. Especially only, only, he, only he team that CP3 the only time yeah. that CP3 didn't do it for his team was when he played for the Lakers. Oh, I mean, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt me. Thank you. All right. <laughs> So, so let's get to this NFL, man. The 49ers traded up to the third pick from 12 to 3 so that they can get a quarterback. Porn star Jimmy Garoppolo's there. They want to get rid of this guy, man. All he's doing is having sex with porn stars and getting injured and then picking a new porn star to be with. So porn star Jimmy is out of here. We're looking at, you know, Matt Jones. Trey Lance or Justin Fields? They're, everybody's trying to project Matt Jones because they say he's, you know, quote unquote, the prototypical quarterback or the white quarterback. They look at the two other ones and then the black quarterback. So they always talk about their athleticism or their arm, but never their, their smarts or their fortitude, you know. Numbers don't lie, and Justin Fields killed nigga Mac Jones numbers, but because they view Mac Jones' intellect as higher than Justin Fields, you know they're they're talking about leaning towards the white quarterback. I hate that every year we get this this whole mix up between the black quarterback and the white quarterback because the black quarterback in the media is never referred to as the first one in the classroom, the smartest one on the field. You look at Patrick Mahomes, he's been killing the league the last four years, and you have never heard them talk about his intellect. All they talk about is his athleticism. So, you know, it, it's definitely a media ploy to try to lower the value of the black quarterback. Ever since Michael Vick got caught dogfighting, the value of the black quarterback has never been the same in the NFL. Who do y'all think that the 49ers should draft with this next one? Justin Fields, it's no question. They have to take a quarterback because Garoppolo is not the one. He's a bum. They need to get rid of that guy. So they definitely got to take a quarterback. And I say, I say Justin Fields. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of his game, but I did get to check out and read, read up on him. And uh, like like Halem says, you know, the black quarterback is uh, never talked about for being smart or intelligent or having a high – football IQ. They always talk about how fast we can run. And I know y'all motherfuckers is amazed how fast we are and how high we could jump and all that shit. That shit is incredible. But you got to give 
a lot some of these uh you gotta start looking at these as black quarterbacks as quarterbacks and not just calling them black quarterbacks they're quarterbacks like like you said pat mahomes he's a very highly skilled high iq football player that man in the super bowl he did everything he could he had no pass pass protection he was throwing balls while going down on the floor twisting around and that dude is amazing he has amazing intellect so yeah, Justin Fields is the guy I think 49ers need to take. Oh, that's funny. That's funny, y'all. Okay. Y'all know, y'all know your boy can't talk. Y'all know your boy can't talk about the 49ers. That's against that's against the 12th man policy right there. But I will say, put some respect on the black quarterbacks because they need that respect. I mean, yeah, you got Pat. But you also got the dude from the Texans, if he decides to stay in the Texans. Um, you got you got the dude from the Cardinals as well. Mm-hmm. You Kyle know, I, you 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 got my boy Russ as well. Like, come on, man. Like, all all they really got is Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? And that, <laughs> but that's that's what I would say to this. I plead the fifth because it goes against the 12th man policy. Seahawks Nation, baby. All right, I'll go ahead and uh, spin it since this is like a non-light-skinned thing to say, right? So I know they're not going to pick Justin Fields, even though he's the best quarterback of the top three quarterbacks in this draft because he is a black quarterback. And black quarterbacks always come with controversy. We're trying to talk about all the positive about us. We also got to talk about the negative. We come with controversy because we always get the, the short end of the stick, right? So you said, Caleb, or not Caleb, Ronnie, you said about how they did this with Michael Vick. Then you have to, you know, you can never say anything about the Niners without saying Colin Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? Like his silent protest changed the way, it changed the way uh, Niner Nation or however you look at it, Bang Bang Niner Gang or whatever, it changed the way they all were. You know what I'm saying? Like because it was their quarterback more people jumped on the uh, San Francisco 49er bandwagon. Even my wife is trying to talk me into being a Niner fan like her dad because the Raiders are in Vegas and who wants to do that? Even, you know, unless you're going to go to Vegas and support directly. And I'm not trying to do that, to be honest with you. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, the Niners are probably going to end up picking up, you know, sunshine from remember the Titans. (laughs) <laughs> and allow him to lead the team into the dirt where they belong. And then, um, yeah, they won't be talked about for next year. Because remember, they, they're they the number one, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're like the number one contenders for the Super Bowl outside of um, the Buccaneers repeating, right? Because they, had, they were just like one quarterback away from taking everything. So it's not going to happen. They're they're literally they're literally talking about oh what well, the 49ers are contenders now and if they draft one of these black quarterbacks they're not gonna be in contention in that <laughs> because you have to win now the learning curve for the two black quarterbacks is so far that there's no way that they can come in as a rookie and be a contender with this team. And if even you want though Pat Mahomes did it, even though Cam Newton did it, mm-hmm. if you even Donovan McNabb did it, so they're talking about Trey Lance. They're talking about oh he's he's crazy athletic, but 
he only played one game last year due to COVID. So because COVID <laughs> took away his season, oh, we don't have enough tape on him. So we can't trust it. Yeah, he scored the fastest to jump the highest. He did to score out the, the box. He was athletically killing them. But because he only played one game last year because of COVID, we can't trust it. But they have had no doubts about Mac Jones. He, he's a sure thing. He can come in and lead a team to a championship right now. But he didn't lead no team to no championship in fucking college. Like, that shit dumb as hell, man. Like, but. Hey, 49ers, go ahead and mess it up. So then <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to worry about y'all. And, no, uh, but you know what? I got, hey, I got, I got a, I got a shout out type of uh, pick for them. So instead of picking up a quarterback, they should pick up a 661 AV kid by the name of Brian Mills, who comes out of Courts Hill High School, who went to COC, you know, did the two years at COC, went over to Florida, and then now he's a, a cornerback. He's in the, you know what I'm saying? He's in the draft. They might mm-hmm. not need a corner, but, you know, go with the hometown hero, someone from Cali, you know what I'm saying? Pick him up because they're not talking about him out here, so. Might as well talk about him right here. <laughs> uh, I feel it. I feel it. So, speaking of football, man, Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith has signed with Clutch Sports for management. So, Clutch Sports is LeBron and his people's, you know, sports agency. So, now he's LeBron had just purchased what's on the Boston Red Sox. Now his sports agency is dipping into the NFL as they get the Heisman Trophy winner, you know, as one of their clients. They got Chase Young and a few other notable NFL players, but now they're they're dabbling into getting NFL players. How do y'all feel about Clutch Sports, you know what I'm saying, doing their shit, you know what I'm saying, and representing the people the way they should be represented? I say so. Go go first, Cape. I mean, yeah, go ahead. My bad. I mean, you can't. I'm a LeBron hater, you know what I'm <laughs> but at the end of the day, you can't, you can't, you can't disrespect the man's business. He's putting in that work. I mean, I already knew Clutch Sports was was something. When you go, you take. I mean, you took the Heisman, right? But prior to that, too, you took. The sixth man of the year from your competitor and put him on your team. And he signed to your and he signed to your agency. You gotta give the man respect. Mm-hmm. He took the sixth man from your team, Caleb. Montrez Hero. He took exactly your man what. and he now plays. He didn't want that nigga. <laughs> and he's trying to clutch him, so him and Lou Will him and Lou Will was bad so Lou Will got sent to Lou Willville and he can get as many lemon pepper wings as he want man. he gonna leave a damn bubble to get some damn lemon pepper wings nigga That's so terrible. and you gotta put some respect on sports <laughs> I mean they taking players from you, you six man I'm taking you you Heisman I'm taking you and they all getting behind LeBron James. You know what I think is actually really funny too, is as much as many moves as LeBron's making now, 
we're realizing, you know, he's in his 18th year of, this, of the league, of his career. You know, he's setting up for a life after basketball. I go back 18 years ago, and I'm like, I remember when he was still in high school and Jay-Z was holding, like, handing him the Rockefeller chain. And he had the Rockefeller Air Force Ones, and he was supposed to play on the Rockefeller um, um, uh, Rucker Park uh, team and stuff like that against Fat Joe. And it's just like when you think about all the different mentors that LeBron has had around him, all these different superstars, all these different idols or icons, those have been his direct line of information. So, like, when you think about what Rock Nation did with you know, their signings of like Kevin Durant and different people like that. Cause if I'm not mistaken, didn't Kevin Durant sign in Rock Nation? I think so. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But I know Rock Nation had like, they signed a bunch of people, you know, they got the Ball Brothers and stuff. And you think like LeBron is doing his own lane of that, where he, his business is his own, like he's dominating his own lane in business while dabbling in it with basketball. Like you said, yeah, like, how crazy is it to watch the sixth man of the year win, almost play you in the playoffs or in the Western Conference Finals like you're supposed to? Like they were supposed to. You lose, you talk your shit, and then be like, come on, bro. Come on over here and let me get you a chip real quick. And I'm going to help cash you out since you're a part of the family anyway. Like that's just big bank take low bank in all aspects. That's real, man. Clutch Sports, shout out to the Clutch Sports. Shout out to LeBron, man. Keep it up, man. Keep blazing these trails. I looked at it as motivation. Shit like that make me go harder. You know what I'm saying? Hey, clutch like, sports. Hey, clutch sports. I don't care what I don't care what the panel say and how they laughed at me a couple weeks ago and everything like that. I was an MVP in volleyball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get at your boy. Get at your boy. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? I was an MVP, volleyball. All right, man. We, we got to get to some more serious shit. Because unfortunately, it's a new day, but it's the same old shit, man. So, Andrew Brown Jr. was shot five times by police in North Carolina a little over a week ago when they were conducting a search warrant. When the autopsy came back from the coroner, the autopsy said that he died from a gunshot to the head. But then the family requested an independent autopsy, and they find out that he did die from a gunshot to the head, but not to the front of the head, to the back of the head. So he was executed. So... George Floyd case was literally over, what, a week ago, two weeks ago. And right after, the police just killing niggas left and right. Like, it's no tomorrow, man. What the fuck? Like, it's a new day. It's the same shit, man. What's your thoughts on this? I mean, go ahead, Ronnie. I mean, yeah, go ahead, Ronnie. Well, you know, um, this is unfortunately this isn't nothing new, you know, to what's been going on with uh, everything. You know, like you said, the George Floyd uh, verdict has just been reached uh, a little less than um, two weeks ago, and now we have um, 
people dying, black people dying right after that happened. So a gunshot to the back of her head for a fam- felony drug charge, uh, for a felony drug, uh, um, what's it called? Arrest warrant. Why are you guys pulling out guns and shooting during arrest warrant? Now, I wonder what the excuses people will have. Um, now, um, it was an accident or nah, he didn't mean to do that or it was justified because he he was a drug dealer. So a drug dealer deserved to get shot in the back of the head. Now, the whole key to the whole back of the head, front of the head thing, the dynamic changes. So if he was shot in the back of the head, that means he was not a threat. He had to be facing away from you in order for you to shoot him back in the head. So as I say all the time, this shit is not no accident. This shit is not coincidence. They are taught in that department to kill niggas, period. And people need to start realizing that. Like, you can't make, you can't justify that no way, no how, no how, why he got shot in the back during a, 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 a arrest warrant for drugs. He got shot in the back of the head, and he got hit five times. That tells me that you guys just like killing black people, period. There's no other explanation for it. So until America wakes up and wants to talk about this and have an honest conversation about it and have open dialogue about it, we will never find a solution because everybody keeps acting like this shit isn't it, the, the racism effect is, is not there. Everyone keeps on. Everyone wants to keep acting like it's an accident and want to overlook what's really going on. We will never progress. And this shit will keep happening until everybody, especially white people, start recognizing this shit is real publicly, publicly. All right, so I'm just curious, right? We realistically have ha, has it been thought of how it could it could possibly be one of these type of scenarios are happening every week of every month of every year for however long you can go back. And I don't mean it sounds sarcastic or condescending, but I mean, like, sincerely, like, wasn't there another one with the with the girl with the knife last week also? And that was after the George Floyd verdict as well, when she was in the fight and she said, I'm going to stab you. But she wasn't talking to the cop. But yet he used deadly force because she was using a deadly weapon. Mm -hmm. That's two since George Floyd. And it's only been two weeks. These things only seem to be is only seems to be televised more often as if it's trying to let us know to say the fuck inside <laughs> to stop speaking up. Don't protest anymore. Jigaboo your music in the house. Leave our white women alone. And and if you're done with how we do things, Africa is available. And I know that sounds kind of crazy coming from me because, you know, I normally don't say no shit like that, but. What that? What else can you say? Like, I don't know if you guys heard the interview from uh, Andrew Brown's son, right? He got the long, twisted dreads, and he sat there. And I've never seen a kid lose lose his dad with younger siblings too. So stone faced, like he didn't break in his in his uh, delivery of any of the things he was saying. It was like as soon as it, it seemed like he knew it was going to happen, like it was the inevitable, like. They said, what happened? Oh, he's gone. And his whole body is shut off. He's like, I'm gone too. Like, if my dad's not going to be here to help protect me when I know there's no no one really out here else to look out for me, then I'm kind of numb and I just have to be a shell of what my father was for my younger siblings who didn't know who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's sad but true that this is really what we're supposed to see, even though it's not humane. Yeah, man, it's and media ain't helping out with it. Media is gonna pump every black killing that they can possibly put out there because at the end of the day, it gives not only ratings to them, but it also keeps us in fear. And I think that's their whole agenda. Keep the black community in fear. Fear of what? Oh, well, you know, you get pulled over by a cop. You may not come home that day. That is, that is to any white people that are watching, that is our, that goes as simple as our thought process. You know, like what's the difference between you and a black person? You get pulled over by a cop, you may, most likely you going home. We get pulled over by a cop, if we make it home to tell the story, you know, it was a, it was a blessing from God, you know, and a lot of us aren't making it home. And it seems like they, they want to increase the rate, you know, since, you know, the sacrifice of one, because, you know, George Floyd couldn't get it. They couldn't give him non the non guilty. Because now you start in a, a civil war, you know, so, OK, cool. We give you that. But we're going to take as many as we can um, with with the whole with this one. I just started reading on it and everything of that nature. And that's what, you know, shot to the back of the head. Like Ronnie said, that's kind of what, what could he do to you if his back is turned to you? Um so I'm just hearing different stories. I heard that, you know, people trying to say, oh, it's because he got shot in the back of the head because because he was trying to drive away or whatever the case may be. I don't I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's the same narratives for us. It don't it's the same narrative. We gotta like white people, you wanna know the difference between us and you is when a cop gets by you, you going home, us, we paying Russian roulette. It's crazy. Like, Russian. man, like, this Russian. shit is dumb as hell. Like, it's crazy that how long have we been doing this? We've been doing this for what? Y'all been doing this almost a year now. With almost a year, yeah. Man. And you got a new one every week. Every time. How exactly. many exactly. times have we talked about this shit? Every Literally. Week. Every fucking show, we're talking about either a trial of someone that was being murdered or another murder. So guess yeah. what? Six months from now, we're going to be talking about the trials of these murders along with the new murders that's happening. Uh -huh. So it's like... But you want to know what's crazy? Look, here, here's, here's this going to fuck you up, Caitlin. Here you go, right? It's only worse now because of how the pandemic slowed the world down, right? How we've mm -hmm. all been stuck watching more social, social media, more television, right? Mm -hmm. What we have not seen, which is like almost like ironic, what happened to Triumph? What happened to feel-good stories? You know what I mean? Like we used to see those in between some of these that kind of help give us hope that things will get better, but we haven't seen it anymore. Like when's the last time you heard of uh, or seen on a on a clip on the news 
of a kid with some type of muscle di uh, muscle dis uh, disorder or something making a basket now that high school sports are back. We've had that happen here. Nobody's seen that shit. You know what I mean? Like you you got like positive things that can be projected on on the news and through social media, but it's not. And I feel like it's more calculated brainwashing that it's like okay, we went from scary shit with the politics now back to the fear for your life. And then there's going to be fear for even working out. Like, say somebody gets hit, you know what I'm saying, like at the beach lifting weights and somebody come and drop the weight on them. And then now it's a hate crime. Like, I don't know. And I'm not wishing I mean, that. I mean, the new the new happiness that you should be having now, I mean, and they ain't going to televise it. It's like me and my wife went out today. You know what I'm saying? We were driving and everything to motorcycle cops and they just passed me by. You know what I'm saying? That's happiness right there for me. Why? Because you didn't pull me over. You didn't. You didn't look and go, "Oh, okay." Like, because my my wife is my wife is is Latin, so you looking and she light, so you can be like, "Is that a white woman?" Like, 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 <laughs> even though she not, if you do a little little good, like, oh, double take, she, yeah, do a little double take, like, is that white? No, she white. Okay. You know, so that's that's how our happiness is now, man, where if, if a cop pass you by and they didn't say nothing or you just walk away with a traffic ticket. Oh, you mm -hmm. won for today. Winning. You won. That's crazy. Man. I think I think um, one one thing we do is uh, I think we have to realize that uh, it's more than just the media, because nowadays it's a. Uh, it's more like everyone has a camera now. We have cell. All these, all these murders. Most of these murders are being captured, are being captured by somebody's cell phone camera, and they're uploading to Facebook, and then it goes viral. So, a lot of this stuff is is the, we we control some of this too. We we we. You got to think about it. Who on your timeline? We are all business people. We all got businesses. When you post something business related or something positive on your Facebook or Instagram. You're not going to get many likes. You're not going to get many Thanks. shares. You're not going to get that much love. You would think so. When I first started my business and launched my website, I was excited because I thought that, you know, everyone that at least the people that engage with me are going to reshare, going to comment. I got like a, a like or, or maybe one comment when I first did it. People don't yeah. like positivity nowadays. Now, I, I guarantee you, if I get on there and post some bullshit about a girl I had, like she did, uh, my girl did this to me, or I did. You gonna have a thousand likes, you gonna have fifteen hundred comments. People love negativity, so we can't just put it all on the media. It's on the people too. We we'll put on a, a camera phone and record a murder before we'll put on a camera phone and record a heroic act. We don't give a fuck mm -hmm. about that. We love negativity as people, so we as a people, and this is not just one particular color. This is everybody. Everybody gotta stop feeding into negativity, and and that's how you that's how you control the media a little bit because. With our cell phones and stuff, we control the media sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's, That's true. Facts. That's facts. So, your boy, ordinary Joe, man, and Kamala Harris, man, they—they're exactly who we thought they were, and nobody is reporting on it because Twitter, uh, Twitter, and Facebook and YouTube have all banned Trump. And the Republican Party is split into half because half of them are still following Trump, and Trump is making a comeback. So the Republican Party is fractured, while the Democrats are sitting in power and got these niggas banned 
from all the damn social media platforms. So now they're controlling the media and it's propaganda crazy. This is why you hear about all this shit going on, but you never see the damn president. When the damn Chauvin shit was going on, Biden refused to say something the whole time. But then as soon as the trial was over, he come out and want to give a speech. Talking about, oh, justice was served. And this is a new day in America. You didn't say that shit before. So don't try to come out and, and give a victory speech after. This shit is ridiculous. So within the first week of his presidency, he wrote an executive order for hate crimes against transgenders. And now with the recent uptick in Asian hate crimes, he just a few days ago signed an executive order for Asian hate crimes called the COVID-19 hate crime bill initiative bullshit. I mean, not, not to go against Asian hate crime, but they have been getting hate crimes for what? The last eight Too months to a year? <laughs> We've been having hate crimes including enslavement for 400 plus years in this country. But they get hate crimes because they're the cause of a, of a virus that went international. So they get hate crimes for the last year because of COVID. But they get executive orders. But then you turn around and the George Floyd Act is sitting on the seats. That shit still ain't passed. We ain't getting no executive order from nobody. But you can write executive orders for transgenders and Asians. So it's clear that they do not value us in America and that their legislation is not going to come from this president. There will be no legislation to de defend or regulate the police against hate crimes or hate crimes, period, against black people in America, man. That's why I'm a Garveyite. We got to get the fuck up out this motherfucking country. <laughs> That's big facts. That's big facts, man. It's definitely um I know uh we talked about this before and and I don't think either any of us up here was really that excited about Joe Biden if I can remember. Um because we know his history, man. We know his history. Of course everybody wanted Trump out and they wanted Trump away cuz Trump was just causing so much more hate and so much more division on top of the, the hate and division that we were already facing as a country, as a people in this country. And now Joe Biden, so we everybody's accepting him with open arms. And we've been saying it. That man does not care about black people. He has never did. Like I said, again, we'll reiterate the 94 crime bill. He and his vice president, who everybody was excited about because she's the first black woman president. That lady don't give a damn about black people. You know what she did? Locking up all those black black uh giving those all those horrible sentences out for marijuana and, and small crimes that should have been misdemeanors she don't care and they did they do this stuff because they know people are not paying attention people are not paying attention especially us we're not paying attention we take anything we take small victories we take this we take that we take scraps you guys know that soul food was considered scraps back in the day that's what we got soul food from chitlins and shit like that. those are scraps that was on the floor black people we take scraps all the time so we take bullshit we accept bullshit and say okay that's good 
but we knew Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't give a fuck about no black people. So this right here shows this is plain as day. If no one can admit this and see this right now, that they're signing executive orders for transgenders and Asian hate crimes when black people have been facing hate crimes since since our existence in this country. And ain't nobody give a damn about even addressing an executive order against that. That blatantly shows you that we are still three fifths of human in their eyes. They once called us three fifths of human, y'all. These are the same people's ancestors. These are the descendants of the ancestors that called us three fifths of human. The same fucking people. Nothing has changed. We still, they still think we're three fifths of human, and they will never get, think that we're full humans. Period. You know why I got these gloves on? Because the president's new name is Smoking Joe. Smoking Joe. See, why I call him Smoking Joe is because all he doing is blowing smoke up our asses and giving us smoke screens when Joe Biden was running for president. Who was the main people that he targeted? The black community. He needed whose vote to win. He needed the black people's vote to win. And he made these smoking promises. Oh, you know, I'm going to be for the black people. And then he had a great marketing, a great marketing plot. Hey, yo, this is how you going to win, Joe. You bring her in. It's a woman and she black. You know, some people ain't even going to do their homework. They're going to just vote for you just because you brought a black person and she's a woman. Oh, my goodness. This is history in the making. This is like Obama all over again. Just do it, Joe. Just do it. And so he does it. And we up on here telling everybody, yo, they put us all in jail. Yo, like, like they, they ain't really for us. And did and Joe even show his true colors, and he said something. Well, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't really black or something along that line, like something like that. You, and now Joe's in office, and with him in office, he caring about everybody else but the people he wanted. He worked so hard to get Trump out of office. And he needed they vote. So now that you got they vote, they do this to us every year, people. I mean, every four years. They don't give a damn about you. They, they only care about you when election time is here. Once election is here, then they care about the black community. I don't know when's the last time Joe Biden um, started. He was visiting a whole bunch of black states and um, visiting a whole bunch of black people. I don't think he's doing that anymore. That's all I'm saying. He don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about us. We got to start giving a damn about each other. Facts. Yeah, I, don't, <clears throat> I, I, I really don't even know what to say. I thought, I thought somebody was not that this isn't important, but I thought it was funny that, that no one said this is the first time he's came out and actually shown his face. Him and Kamala haven't been on anything. Like, they haven't spoken up about anything. They literally have been in office now, what, three, four months? And I don't know personally how many times you guys have seen them on camera or addressing the nation over any of these crazy things that's been happening, but I just find it to be consistent. 
it's very consistent that we will get overlooked like as if we're not waiting and like it's almost like our disrespect put us in the front of the line right to receive our meal first and we're stand we're sitting in line and literally nobody's allowing us to grab a plate and the transgenders are walking by looking at us on the floor like what are you sitting there for and they're grabbing their plate and they're eating and the asians are walking by grabbing their plate and we're eating and we just don't have room at the table there's no there's no food for us there's no room for us it is diff it's difficult to to comprehend and then you still you still have everybody getting paid good money to play sports and continue to talk about it on their platforms but nothing Back. actually changing Back. It's but we, nice, it, they don't want to help us out because they gave us that stimmy they're like we did enough <laughs> I, I, i'm telling y'all right now man this is a creek that i live by man a man convinced against his will is of the same mindset. So even though white people are fucking with us, they're still in the state of mind of, we don't fuck with them niggas. So fuck it. Why are we still worried about that shit? We, we should be coming up with a plan as a people. Instead, we're still standing in the, in the streets with a fucking 99 cent cardboard and markers. <laughs> you you spent a dollar fifty to make that sign. You went and stood in the street and thought that you was gonna change the world. <laughs> that's not how this shit worked, man. I've never been a fan of protesting. I never thought that it fucking ever got anything done. Right, like nigga, if you could organize fifty people to fucking go out standing in the street, you can organize fifty people to sit down and make a difference in the community. Facts. So quit right. fucking standing on the street with dollar fifty paper signs with, with weak ass markers drawing saying we want peace, we want justice. If you ain't gonna go out and take your peace or your justice, then I suppose you uh get your money up and figure out what you're gonna do for you and yours, man, because shit getting real out here, man. Like like Yajiketa said, man, when the police drive past you. We go home then and say, "Who? That was that was close. I almost lost my life." And the police did probably didn't even look at us. But for us, we go home like, "Damn, I, that could have been it." I literally I got caught with a gun. And when the police they tried to hit me with the car, they tried to hit me with a car. Now I'm not gonna say I was innocent neither because I did have a gun on me. I did have a weapon on me. But they tried to hit me with a car. Then they got up and the police said, freeze or I'm going to shoot. So I'm running away and he clocks the gun and gets on his knees and starts to aim at me. So I surrender. I lay on the ground. The cops, before they even come up to handcuff me, they come up and stomp me out. And they stomp me out. They chicken wing me. They chicken wing my legs together. They carry me. They throw me on top of the, the crashed cop car. Talking about, look, motherfucker, look what you done. Motherfucker, you tried to hit me with the car. How the fuck I do that? <laughs> I literally lived through the cops almost taking my life. So I know they'll kill you because when he said, stop or I'm going to shoot, I'm blessed that that cop gave me a warning because nowadays, no one get that. That was back in 06. In 2021, Man. They ain't asking no more, nigga. They just shooting. So I'm blessed that, 
he didn't just bust on me that day. And he said, stop before he fired his weapon. But they ain't giving that benefit out no more, man. This shit crazy. Why is that cool though? Like, why are they able to say stop or I'm gonna shoot? You can't shoot somebody for running. Where's the where's the what, what where's the justice? Why do we have a justice system? Yeah. Why right. do we have a system if if you're gonna everyone who runs away from you or try to get away, you shoot. You're not supposed to shoot because they're getting away. That's mm -hmm. like you're gonna kill him because he's getting away. Is he a threat yeah. to you if he's running away from you? Right. Because what happened to hey. being what happened to a, a chase? Because you used to have chases. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, bring back because they lazy. Back, they fat asses want to eat donuts. Channel Eleven cops when they used they to lazy. like just least chase you, but they but they realized going back to the uh, NFL question that we had, they realized, hey, listen, all right, back in 2000 and the 90s and everything with uh, Channel Eleven, Fox and everything, they used to have cops, right? And then you used to see the police chasing the people and everything like that. And they were like, damn, these black people are too damn fast. We can't catch you. We can't catch you no more. So we gotta we gotta figure out a new way. And somebody just came up with the idea, just shoot them motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Just shoot them. We can't catch them, just shoot them. Then throw them, then throw they a gun. But then this is what they do is that they got guns planted. So they got guns that they probably confiscated from, from previous drug raids and stuff. And then if anything happens, they go along the trail which you ran and they throw it in the corner and say, yeah, I shot him because he discarded this weapon like they did with Anthony McClain in Pasadena. Shot him dead because he took off running and goes getting away. Shot him dead three, four times in the back. And then said, oh, all of a sudden they said they found a weapon and that he was discarding a weapon. But there was 20 witnesses out there saying, this nigga didn't throw no motherfucking gun. And then they released the body cam, and guess what? You don't see him discarding a weapon. You see him hauling ass. Yeah, they, they, they take him to the back of the car. They try to uh, put him on the back of the car to search him. He wiggle up out of there, and he get on on him. And as soon as he get on, as soon as he got maybe 50 meters... Cop pulled out and just shot him. No warning, no hey, freeze, no stop, no. Just just killed him. Well, what hey, what I, is that? I, what is that telling us though? What is that telling us now? These guys, now we have body cams, we have everyone and a mama recording at all times. These guys know that they're being recorded in film. Now let that sink in. They know that they're being recorded in film and they're still doing this shit. So mm -hmm. what does that tell you? They nope. know they're going to get away with it. They right. know they're going to get it. They know there's not going to be you justice. Wrap so this up, though, they man. know it. So hey, that's I'm going to say this it. real quick. I'm going to say this real Let's quick. Let's get some closing remarks. I'm, let me say this right quick and just put this in y'all heads. Um, cop pulls up to my house, right? Cop pulls up to my house. I have my key in the door. At this time, I didn't know much about the law. So cop pulls up to my house. Boom. Key in the door, about to go in the house. Cop comes out. Uh, cop pulls around the corner. Goes, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, yo, I live here. And he's like, oh, come here right quick. And I'm like, I didn't do nothing. Okay, cool. What's up? Next thing I know, I'm in the back of a police car. Right? Mm -hmm. Keep it going. I'll just speed up the story real quick. So, boom, next thing I know, the cop asked me, where do you live at? 
I live right here. You have my license. It says this address. Okay, you a smart ass. What? Okay, you tripping. Okay, cool. Next thing I know, an hour later, I'm around the corner from my house. And where he took me was to the shooting. So he was like, hey, were you at this party? And because uh, there was a shooting, you drive a Mustang. I was like, no, nah, bro, you got the wrong one. I don't drive a Mustang. I was driving a red um, Expedition. Damn, way off. Way off. He looking for an orange Mustang. He's like, nah, you got to be the one. Two hours in back of the cop car, desert in front of me. Is by the uh, Quartz Hill Water Towers. You know what I'm talking about, Alvin. Um, and two hours later, they finally let me go. Right? Next mm-hmm. day, me and my mom and my parents, we called the police station. And we asked, why you arrest me? They go, we never arrest you. We ain't, we ain't never even picked up your son. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Exactly. That More is America. That's America, bro. America. Welcome three to K's. America. With three Ks. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here. Hey, all right. I'll go first. Uh, shout out to you, gentlemen. Shout out to the AV. Shout out to Sammy. He's the plug on my jerseys and any jersey. And uh, instead of shouting out to everybody else, I'll, sh- I'll give you guys a quote like Caleb will give you a quote. The two most important days for a man, especially a black man, are the day we're born and the day we realize that we only get one chance at this life. So make sure you're starting to live it the right way and stop living in fear. Mm, I like that. I like that. And you know, I'm about to mess it all up with this all quote stuff. So shout out <laughs> to Brand of Encouragement. Shout out to the fellas on here. Y'all keep doing your thing. So this is what happened, right? So me and my wife, right? I was like, hey girl, how you like your eggs in the morning? And she looked at me and she said, boy, I like my eggs unfertilized. So I went, I got I got, got my little snip sip. And guess what? I ain't having no babies no more, but I'm having a whole lot of sex. <laughs> oh, that boy is crazy. Man. Hey, we can't live without that. Y'all gonna hit us with that shit every week, man. That's that's dope though. Um, shout out to the panel. You know, Brandon encouraged me, focus on the future, politicking, you know, H and S, the cast members, Taz, Devry, everybody. Shout out to the fans, like I said, that uh that keeps tuning in and keep watching us and everybody that does enjoy our, you know, dialogue on here. And uh <sighs> I just man, I I hope we can wake up one day and not have to talk about niggas and Latino people being shot by the police. I just, I just want to wake up and not talk about that for like a whole year, one year, and, and see if that's possible. <laughs> yes, sir. So they say a coward dies a thousand deaths, but a real nigga never dies. Politics in a podcast, man. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to get to it, man. We out of here. Peace.